Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. And in this scenario, I'm going to play the father, and Chris is going to play my five year old daughter, Maddie. Daddy, I need your help. Maddie, I need to finish my work. I need about 10 more minutes. You're going to have to play by yourself. I hate you. You're stupid. Maddie, I need you to take a break for a minute. Sit right here. It's just a one-minute break. If you don't take it in five seconds, then it becomes a three-minute break. Five, four, three, two, one. So now you have a three-minute break. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. And um, how are you feeling today, Aggie? I'm feeling okay. Are okay. you okay? Yeah, no, I'm okay. <laughs> I mean. Uh, I'm not. A, I think I last week I was like super energized and this week I have more oh, just plateaued. Really? Last week I felt like was a huge plateau. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. And then this week also, I mean, you know, obviously this week is still is another horrible week for our country. Yeah. It's and our worse world. And worse. It's getting worse and worse. Um. But in terms of just my energy levels, I would say that they are fine. That's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I've i been continuing to take the CBD pen. Maybe that's what's doing it. Uh, possibly. Yeah. I don't know. I do feel relaxed. Well, that's um, Not good. in a bad way. And mm. I, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's like, yeah, if you're, if I'm just a little more tired during the day um but i'm not ready to give it up yeah okay i also had two cold brews this morning and it might That's have been good. a little too early and now it's sort of the the high is ending oh but do you want coffee no 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 um yeah i actually yesterday i have like these horrible issues with insomnia oh yeah and yesterday i didn't drink any coffee um but i drank a diet coke so it's like uh-huh. still caffeine 
but I didn't have any coffee. And then at night I was like actually able to go to sleep at a reasonable hour. Wow. So I had my first, it was weird. I went to sleep like early, like at 10 and then I woke up at like 1230 and Mm. I couldn't go back to sleep for like a couple of hours and then I finally went back to sleep, but that still was like more sleep than I probably normally. Yeah. That's pretty good. Usually are you drinking caffeine like throughout the day or just in the, in the morning usually just in the morning and it really makes a difference. I guess so. Yeah. Cause I, I will, well, I'll drink definitely like coffee in the morning. And then if I'm sort of busy in the afternoon, if I'm working or something, I will have a little more coffee or tea, uh, yeah, if I need that little pick me up, I'll get it. But yeah. it's not not usually. But I think for me the um those sublingual vitamin B12s in the morning really help and they mm-hmm. uh and yeah, it's not like a caffeine like you're antsy or whatever. You just for me like I have a more sustained energy and cuz I typically I'm tired at night, but I'm also like super tired in the afternoons when I shouldn't be tired. Yeah. And that I think the vitamin B12 helps with that. Yeah. You know what new age you think kind of has helped me in the past is um, spirulina in the morning. Oh, interesting. I don't know. Nobody has ever, I don't think that, I don't know what it's supposed to do, but I've always found that I had like really good energy throughout the day if I take spirulina. Huh. Yeah. All I know is Dr. Andrew Weil is like super against spirulina. Who's Andrew? Who's that? He is like a pre-goop... I don't think he's not functional medicine, but he's like integrative medicine. And he's from, I think originally he started in sort of the Timothy Leary, Harvard acid test mm-hmm. sort of scene. And then he became like this natural doctor. You'd recognize him. He's like this big sort of Santa Claus looking bearded man okay. who has lots of books. Uh, he used to be on Larry King a lot. Okay. Um, but he's like a little less crazy than some of the goop doctors. Oh, wow. And he's into... He's into like vitamin D and like lots of supplements and lots of like salmon and broccoli, typical stuff. But for some reason, I remember reading his book and I don't remember why. I have no idea. But he was like, don't take spirulina. Huh. I wonder why. I like it. Hmm. But I mean, I don't take it every day. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Oh, I have a new diet that I thought of. You what made it up? I made it up and I think I could make a million dollars. What is it? It's called the 111 diet. Okay. And it's for if you... Or it's just like a slowly losing weight. It's not going to help you lose weight fast, okay. but you'll slowly be able to melt away the pounds. And <laughs> the principles of the one, one diet are you get one drink, one snack and one dessert during the day. And you can't have more <laughs> than that. But if you, well, what if I want like two drinks? And yeah, no you can dessert? give up. You what can if give... I want three drinks? Yes, you could do that. Okay. I'm on it. So, okay. So you, if you have three drinks though, you can't have any snacks or any desserts. I never snack. Okay. Do you and have I... desserts? Well, I had ice cream for breakfast. So that okay. Well, ooh, I don't know if a meal replacement for your one one one. I think yeah. I don't think you can have. I think that counts, unfortunately. Okay. So you could have you two could more still drinks. Have two drinks if you don't snack, okay. and, but no more sugar or like no more like desserty sugar. That seems like a pretty good diet. I know, right? Yeah. Is um, that what you're on? Yeah, I've been trying it. It's <laughs> I because I realize like if I don't check myself, I will just like, I, I'm not a huge snacker, but sometimes if I am hungry in the middle of like a day and I'm home, yeah. I'll just like graze for a mm-hmm. while and I shouldn't do that. But then desserts, if I'm not like thinking about it, I will have like multiple desserts a day. Oh really? Yeah. Like I'll have something sweet after lunch and dinner, or if I'm out, I'll like get, you know, a cookie or something. <laughs> I will. Yeah. I I don't think I, I don't know what I do. I mean, I think I just like do things like the breakfast ice cream or like 
drink all day or like just some, especially now that I'm not working, I'm just like, woo, I'm on yeah, vacation, yeah, yeah. but it's fucked up. Yeah. Like last night, well, it was the finale of Drag Race. So I had pizza and two drinks, but I didn't have dessert. So I, still, I think that still counted as sticking to my diet. Still one, one, one. Because I had two drinks. I didn't have dessert. I don't even think I had a snack. But I had but like what we had pizza. I had like pizza and like garlic cheesy bread. So I haven't worked out all the kinks. Okay. But I think just as a guideline, if you are if you do if you are a snacker or if you are someone who like noshes on sweet things throughout the day, or if you're like a horrible alcoholic and just drinks <laughs> like several drinks a day. The one 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 diet might be right for you. It might be good for you. Okay, great. So um, Brian made up a diet. I'm not on a diet. Um <laughs> And I feel fine. Yeah, I feel fine too. It's like summer now. The solstice In the happened. Summertime, it's like I don't diet. Yeah, if you don't have your bikini body by now, you're not gonna you're have not gonna it. Get so you one. might as well just live your life. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's where we are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's great. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's, our, it's almost July already. I know. Too late for a diet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, because before, I mean, before you know it, Thanksgiving is coming and then Christmas yeah. and then New Year's. And then it'll be summer again. Yeah. yeah. So like, what's the point? I know. All right. So anyway, well, that was depressing. Um, or liberating, depending on how you think of it. Yeah. Liberating. Liberating. <laughs> uh, all right. Should we just yeah. get on with it? Let's just do it. What was your best? Okay. So my best was... The Jasmine Summer Sexiness right. article. I love the scent of Jasmine. And there was a piece that was just about all of their Jasmine scented things. Um, and I um, appreciated it. And I didn't expect to see the French Girl uh, Sea Spray. There's oh, yeah. like a sea salt spray for your hair that I didn't realize was jasmine scented and it's only $26 and I use that stuff a lot, but not that brand, but maybe I'll start. Yeah. I think I got that for my sister for either Christmas or her birthday a couple years ago. Did she like it? Uh, yeah, she didn't say that she didn't like it. Did she say it smell anything about how it smelled? I don't remember speaking with her about it after the fact. I see. <laughs> so, I don't know. But yeah, uh, I remember getting it at like that first Goop pop-up store yeah. a couple years ago. I think it's good. Yeah. Um, it smelled good to me. I love jasmine too. When I moved to LA, like there's a, a jasmine bush behind my apartment. Uh-huh. And I just, I love, like if you live in New York, you just are used to smelling just garbage or pee where yeah. you are. And one of the great things about LA is like, if you're walking around, no matter what time of year, there's always like some cool botanical smell. Oh yeah. Um, either Jasmine or like orange blossom. There's a guava tree on my block. So mm -hmm. when that's blooming, that smells amazing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Jasmine's another scent that I, I do love, but it's like not super masculine. No, I'm not sure. I don't think so. The floral smells. Yeah. Yeah. They're not super um, masculine. But yeah, it's cool. It would be cool if Goop kept like doing these, articles based on different scents so yeah, like if you like fun. jasmine you could do like they could do a grapefruit one they could do a rose one yeah they could do all of those um, because that's how a lot of people shop i feel like is yeah be like oh i than, like that yeah, scent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah so yeah that was good yeah it was cool um my best was actually one of the more serious articles in goop oh, it was wow. the article called getting help with mental illness oh really i kind of skimmed that one yeah i mean there, I don't think there's anything new here. It was um, 
It had the, the uh, icon of the atom, which meant like science. tested by science. Yeah. So you know that you are in good hands. Yeah. And it was just like a regular psychiatrist talking, not an astrological psychiatrist, not a mm-hmm. functional psychiatrist, not a nutritional psychiatrist. <laughs> um, her name is Catherine Berndorf. And she just sort of listed if you have someone in your life that you think might be depressed um, or if you think you might be depressed. There is a uh, terrible acronym you can learn. Yeah, that was almost my worst. It was bad. I mean, the acronym is bad. They need to work on it. It's called SIGI CAPS. Uh Um, So that stands for sleep, interest, guilt, energy, concentration, appetite, psychomotor agitation or retardation, and suicidality. So yeah, they need need to work on their branding. Yeah, SIGI CAPS. SIGI CAPS. But if you have, um, I guess, five or more of the SIGI CAPS symptoms... Uh, go see your doctor and he can put you on something. Or she. Or she. I'm sorry. Brian. Wow, that was, that was bad. Okay. That was really bad. <laughs> no, that's okay. uh, so in the, and this, yeah, this lady is like very, I, I think very like Western-y medicine, especially compared with a lot of the people they have on Goop because um, the Goop interviewer asked, uh, is there any potential connection between medication and suicide? And that's like a big thing now, I think, in, you know, people. Yeah, especially like I've heard Zoloft. Is Zoloft like especially, yeah. Um, so she, she's of the um, opinion that there really isn't a lot of uh, connection. Um, and a lot of times if people uh, commit suicide or, or attempt suicide um, after that they're medicated, this is really dark, sorry, but this she says um, it, it might be because the medication has started working just to the point where you feel a little more energized, but you're yeah. basically just energized enough to to like to, self-harm to self-harm yeah. before it really starts working. So I, that obviously there's different opinions about that. And um, there are other doctors and I, I don't know the answer to this that say that that Zoloft or other uh, SSRIs can be um, harmful for to some people. So if you start on medication, uh, just like definitely be in communication with your doctor and your loved ones and um, yeah, just be in touch with how you're feeling. Yeah. But I love SSRIs. I think oh, yeah. that, yeah, I've been on for like okay. a year and I think that everybody should be on them. Wow. <laughs> I so mean, you've only been on for a year. And well, I've been like on and I've been on oh, them no. in the past before, uh-huh. but I'm like, I've been back on them for about a year. Okay. And, um, yeah, I love it. So I think, and I feel like people should totally do it. I feel like there's like a lot of, there are like so many like psychiatrists. They'll be like, well, let's talk about every other possible thing that could be going on and your nutrition Mm -hmm. and your this, and are you working out? And it's like, yes, like it, it doesn't, it's not always going to like, sometimes you just need medication and then you can do all the other good stuff like working out and your diet. But the medication is very helpful. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, I've never been on SSRIs, um, but obviously a lot of people in my life are and have, and it seems they seem like great drugs for most people. If you need them. Yeah, Yeah. if you need them. Exactly. Um, All right. What was your worst? My worst was the clean French toast. Me too. Really? Okay. So it's like, it was the girl from Nasty Gal, right? The hashtag girl boss. And she was like, I love French toast, but I want something cleaner. So just real quick, French toast, all it needs to be is just a piece of bread and an egg. It doesn't have to have anything else. So like if you want clean fresh French toast, like it's already fine. If you're eating bread, it's just that's all it is. Yeah. And so they made this like French toast casserole that had all this other crap in it, coconut butter and cardamom and all this shit that would probably make it taste disgusting. And I think make it worse for you. And it, yeah. Well, OK, there was a lot of reasons why I hated this article. First of all. 
Sophia Amuruso, mm-hmm. the nasty gal slash girl boss person who has been sued multiple times by her employees who say that they were fired after they got pregnant and asked for maternity leave. Oh, really? She is a horrible person, a horrible boss. Goop talks a big game about uh, about you know paid leave and postnatal care. And then they have this woman on. I to didn't have know a that about note. her. Like if you look about, she's she's horrible. And her thank God her company is down in the dirt. And now she has to I guess rebrand as like a French toast person. Yeah. Um. So she's a horrible person. Uh. Goop should never have let her write a French toast recipe. And this recipe, yeah, like exactly what you said. This is not lighter. This is it, literally the first ingredient in her stupid recipe is a can of full fat coconut milk. And then yeah. six cups of bread. And she says gluten-free bread. So she's like, like that makes any difference. Yeah, what an idiot. Like if you feel full after eating French toast, it's because French toast is filling and you ate too much of it. Like you're supposed to feel full. Like don't eat French toast that often. Yeah. Uh, don't like make a whole casserole that is, yeah, totally worse for you. Has, yeah, the coconut milk, coconut butter, almonds, coconut flakes, uh, a shit ton of bread. And then to top it off, coconut, coconut yogurt. Ew. Like you're, I mean you're going to feel pretty shitty after you eat that. And you're going to like contribute to this woman's um, like second act and she shouldn't have one. Yeah. And if you want a good light French toast recipe, I highly recommend my famous old diet. Ooh. Fit girls guide. They have two, they have one French toast casserole recipe. That's okay. And they have one that's called Lux French toast. And it's just like a French toast that you can make in like five minutes for like a normal weekday breakfast. And it is so good and it is like 350 calories and it's all real ingredients and it's delicious yeah it's like if you just make like one nice piece of french toast like one nice piece of bread one one egg you know a little bit of jam or syrup syrup or whatever um yeah and you know you flavor it with like cinnamon or something and vanilla the batter and you just like make it it's not a big deal if you just have it doesn't even have to be like a big nice piece of bread you could just make it with a piece of like wheat bread oh yeah and it's fine i love um like when i was growing up my mom would usually just have rye bread in the house and i love like that's sort of nostalgic for me is making french toast with rye bread which is weird but it's sort of good because it's sort of like sour yeah um sourdough is also a good one but yeah just sort of it it cuts the the the, um sweetness and yeah like when I, yeah, when my parents were making me French toast, I guess I don't really make it for myself. But yeah, it was just like simple bread dipped in eggs. It wasn't like this not a custardy casserole yeah. that you have to like put a ton of butter and sugar on. And of course that's going to make you feel like shit. Yeah. Um, and this woman can go fuck herself. Sorry. I did not know that about her, that she fires women when they get pregnant. Yeah. Three, three different women sued her. Plus other women came out and said like the work environment was, was really horrible and she was like abusive to her employees um yeah that sucks yeah goob should really support women that support other women because that's what their whole thing is yeah all right uh what was your craziest okay so my craziest we already talked about it but the um the raising lions video was like Uh, wild oh yeah so there was this article of this guy it was it your craziest or was it on yes no, no that was my craziest too okay so what's the guy's name his name is joe newman yeah and um, he like started this he he was a a problem child or something and then he had 30 jobs before he turned 28 and then spent five years chanting and meditating and then realized that he needed to be like a self-help guru for children so he went into this elementary school and goes i want to work with your most like 
bad kids or something. And then they were like, okay. And then he wrote this program. That's basically his story, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he, I guess, was thought that he he had what would later be called ADHD. Um, and then, yeah, he says he was constantly moving as a kid. He claims that his kindergarten measured his IQ at 163, which I'm... Like, is that like child 163? Like, is there a different... I don't know. No, I don't, I don't think so. I think he's just like, is like low-key saying that he's a like genius. I if someone tells you their IQ, don't believe them. No, absolutely like, not. they're bad because it's all subjective and like most people yeah it's just like one test um and yeah so it, it's a very like Eckhart Tolle biography where he was yeah. just sort of lost for a while and then he claims that he and like his um so uh, at the beginning of this podcast you heard a clip of his YouTube channel oh where yeah he gets a woman who may or may not be his romantic partner to play um, a five-year-old child and then he like disciplines her on camera yeah and it's so weird it's like this girl like daddy and he's like uh, not no sweetheart and then it's, she's like oh daddy and she's like being like an snm brat she like pours all the stuff on the ground and he has to like take her by her the wrist out. and Ugh. then he grabs her by the wrist and the camera pans over and i think it's supposed to show him like holding her wrist in place but it's like the shot is just like his dick with his huge like man spread like it's like just his crotch and then his hand on this woman's wrist, like holding it in place. And it just sort of like stays there for a little while. Yeah. Go to his Very YouTube uncomfortable. channel. It's called Raising Lions. He only has like 86 subscribers. So he needs he needs the publicity, I guess. And like the thing is, his methods are not crazy. It just no. seems like pretty clear. Like, you know, don't sort of make a big deal if a kid is misbehaving. Just sort of calmly give them a timeout. And if they still don't behave, like give them a longer timeout. And and just sort of let them, I guess. Like, there's a thing of sort of like giving them a choice. Like, okay, yeah. I'm not gonna do this. I'm. You're gonna have to have a timeout, but you're not gonna get it until you stop crying. So I'm gonna wait and like, just you know, stuff like that seems good. Not like getting super emotional and not getting angry. I don't know. But yeah, his videos look like the big be- beginning of like a it snuff like film a or something. Yeah. Like it had a very porn vibe and like this grown like. I don't know this grown woman calling him daddy and being a brat. I guess that's better than having an actual kid doing it. I don't know. I don't know what is better. I don't think that a video was really necessary to be honest. I mean, I understood from just writing it out also. And this is just like a personal weird thing when it's these men who claim when they were kids to have been like misbehaving and always acting out. I, I have a hard time feeling any sympathy for them because these were the type of kids when I was a kid that like would bully me. Yeah. And so I realized that everyone goes through their own shit. um, And like, you can't blame someone for how they acted when they were a little kid. But I like, I was always sort of the, the kid that would be quiet and, and obey my teacher and, and would not act out. And I know boys like this would be horrible to me yeah and so i have a hard time feeling sympathy for them but that's my own shit i have Aww. to work through i guess but just like listening to how he claims to have acted when he was a kid i was like oh i would like i would have hated this kid and he would yeah have hated me. i knew kids like that when i was a kid i had a friend who was who was like that 
who like acted out horribly and he got expelled from our kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Oh, geez. And I think that he, I, I didn't make that connection because I've known kids like that who are actually like really socially ostracized because they're just yeah, that, so that's true too. crazy yeah. acting and manic. Um, but who knows what goes on? Cause in like, in my experience, the bully kids were like the, or were like seemed more emotionally mature. Oh, really? I think, yeah. I bet like girl bullies are more emotionally mature yeah. and boy bullies are less emotionally Maybe mature. Maybe that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah. I always got along with the girl bullies. I, yeah. Like, I oh, looked that's... up to them. <laughs> <laughs> but the boy, the boy bullies yeah. were the ones who got you. Yeah. yeah. Aw. Um, I don't know. So yeah, this, this guy's a weirdo. And oh, and also like on his YouTube channel, I guess his big celebrity spokesperson is the actor Ed O'Neill from Modern Family and Married with Children because apparently Ed O'Neill raised his kids in the like Raising Lions style and he found success. So it's just weird like that some YouTube channel that has very few views has like Ed O'Neill giving... well, he's obviously like got some connections. He's in Goo. That's true. He's yeah. Got Ed O'Neill. I mean, I think it's just that these videos are like, I, I honestly think they're just unnecessary. Yeah. I mean, you live in Brentwood long enough. You're going to get some celebrity friends. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wonder if he's friends with Faye Resnick. Oh, the morally, the morally corrupt, the morally Faye, corrupt Resnick. Faye Resnick. Nicole Brown's best friend. Mm. Um, What would you try? I would try the dirty lemon perfume oh yeah that sounded good yeah it sounded interesting i don't really get what it is it's like lemon but it also has like something going on underneath which is like floral and sandalwood but like mostly citrus yeah this is a guy and this was an ask gene right yeah um and he, which he, also was like one of the funniest ask gene questions <laughs> like can like are there any scents that are citrus that are actually good or like that are actually like sold by goop basically and she's like why in fact there are yeah here's and this is the guy that actually consulted with goop on making their own fragrances and this is like his own line and it's for a for a perfume it's very reasonable it's like 65 bucks yeah on the inexpensive side um and the the packaging is like a naughty it's like two cut up lemons next to each other to make it look like breasts and then one of them is pierced with like a piercing yeah i'm so sort of like naughty but yeah. yeah, it's naughty. It's naughty. <laughs> naughty lemon. Uh, naughty. Yeah. It's what was it called? Dirty lemon. Dirty lemon. Dirty lemon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So go out and try it. Give her a shot. Um, I will. The thing I would try is the documentary that they recommended on Netflix. That's called The Magic Pill, and oh, so net. I think Netflix must get so much, so many views from these crazy like alternative food documentaries. Probably because they have a ton of them. Yeah. I never really watched them, but this one is. Uh, it follows five individuals who are struggling with their health and they change their diet to be a high fat and low carb diet, hmm. which I was like, mm, this documentary should have came out like 10 years ago. Cause it's a little, well, people are still, still going doing it. high, high um, fat, low carb. And I just love like documentaries that are basically commercials and that are so, uh, not objective yeah. and they're just like propaganda for some reason. It's, and Netflix just has a ton of them and they're very funny to me that people yeah. actually think that it's like uh, like a journalistic documentary. Yeah. Um, but I like watching them. And yeah, he's like this Australian-based chef named Pete Evans that claims that he can, that the magic pill is is your diet. Ooh. Um, and that you're supposed to eat lots of fat and less carbs. 
yeah, I don't know. I wonder what's going to happen to these people long term because it just doesn't seem like a very good idea. I get that they lose weight, but yeah, I, I mean, I think if you if you stick with it, you do lose weight. But like, it just depends on your body chemistry. Like, I know for me, I just can't be on a diet like that because of my cholesterol and yeah. stuff. And for some people, it probably does work. But I like. For me, weight loss is literally just about eating less. It doesn't really matter what I eat. Right. I realize I and it's hard to eat less. Everybody. That's like a hard thing to do. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I've tried to do, you know, low carb and I've, you know, try, like I've sort of tried every, and it just sort of, yeah, I've come to the conclusion that it's portion size and, you know, sticking with the one, 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 the one, one, one by Brian Rucker. <laughs> That's a very good diet, yeah. Brian. I'm going to pitch that to Netflix. Yeah. Okay. One, one, one. One, one, one. It's easy to remember. Just say you came up with after you chanted and meditated. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. since you don't have any credentials. Right. I have no <laughs> credentials. I also but have to can... like lose weight. Before, oh, just yeah. say you did. <laughs> so I did. Yeah, say I was, I was like 500 pounds. I can just yeah. Photoshop. Uh, just picture Photoshop of pictures of you being like 500 pounds. Yeah. And then be like, I did one, one, one. And now look one, at me. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I can do a TED Talk. I can be on Goop. Yeah. I can get invited to cool parties. I can get a Netflix documentary. Yeah. I can write a book. Well, it was nice knowing you, yeah, Brian. Sorry. You're See moving ya. on. Yeah, it's okay. Um, great. Good for you. That's my future. Yeah. Uh, what would you buy? The buy, I don't know. I just said I would buy the organic pharmacy self-tanner um, because I, ca- I, I don't Let's see. How do I put this? I always want to self-tan. Yeah, but I am always scared too because it usually it can look very bad. It can look very bad. It can look both aesthetically problematic and racially problematic. Well, I am not concerned about looking <laughs> right about that. I'm concerned about like, um, uh, like streaks, streaks, and orangey and like orange oh, yeah. looking orange. Which like pro- I'm sure anything from Goop would be really good. So that is my main, that is, but it's like $69, which seems expensive for self-tanner. But I feel like if you're getting it from Goop, then it's like, and it's that much money, like it's going to be the good stuff. Yeah. Or, I mean, just wear sunscreen, but go out in the sun a little bit. Yeah, but I won't tan. Oh, really? No. I tan pretty easy. I only tan, I don't tan if I have sunscreen on. Okay. I don't think, maybe a little bit. I tan from... Being at your parents' pool the other day, I had sunscreen on. I still, you real, I mean, lucky. not super tan, but like a little bit. I usually only tan after I burn. Like I mm. burn and then it peels and then it looks like a nice tan. But I've had to like really damage my skin yeah, to get it. Do that. So I don't, I don't know. And then really scary when I lived in Chicago, I used to do the tanning booths, which oh, are so bad, for, bad you. for you. I did it. I think once or twice uh, in New York when I was in college. Yeah. I mean, they're so bad for you, but I mean, when you live in, and I'm not saying anyone should do it because they're not good for you, but they like Chicago, the winters last half the year. It's so gray. It's so cold. And just to like go into this like place that smells like sunscreen and they're like, and put on like a bathing suit and like get in the bed and like put on the glasses and you come out like tan. It's It's like a little vacation. It's like, yeah, I mean, it was like for my mental health, it felt like, but it probably was. Yeah, so they are. Me. I mean, those places are all over the East Coast and the Midwest, yeah. and uh, 
I guess they're sort of regulated now. I mean, they're they're they they will give you cancer. Oh yeah, uh, they but will. But they have like I know by the time I left New York, they were switching them to the to more like spray tan spray tan. Stuff. Yeah, it was like the same places, but they would do. I think they still had the tanning beds for like old school people. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's scary. I did it once. I went with uh like a girlfriend of mine was wanted to go, so I went with her, and I did the the very least amount of time that the people would be like oh yeah you won't even feel it and i still got burnt you burnt yeah oh wow yeah see i never got a burn in the mm-hmm. tanning beds um oh so i would buy the not the ask jean but there was also a godfrey's guide this week uh i guess jean's back and she is talking i mean this one was sort of dumb because it, it's actually a goop product that she's recommending called Gtox which is a five salt detox body scrub. And it just sounds awesome. It has Himalayan pink salt, dead sea salt, Celtic sea salt, New Zealand solar sea salt, and Epsom salt, hence the five salts, and three ultra moisturizing oils, cold pressed moringa. I have no idea what that is. No. Pure unfiltered rosehip and organic extra virgin olive oil. Mm. And it smells like a bunch of things. Sounds savory. Helichrysum. Not familiar. No. Rosemary, grapefruit, and peppermint, but okay. not a lot of peppermint because that's the problem with peppermint is it can be overpowering. Yeah. And they, Jean says that it's a very subtle peppermint. Okay. So it is uh, $40. Okay. Um, from the Goop store. That's not bad. That's not bad. There's a lot of cheap stuff on Goop to this week. I think they're trying to expand their customer base. Maybe they're trying to move stuff. Well, I think that their whole thing is they have like really expensive stuff, but then also like cheaper things that everybody can afford. So yeah. people well, will just. Well, not everybody, but. Well, things that a lot of people, that more, more people, people can yeah. afford. Um, yeah. So the a, a body scrub, are, I don't know. Are you using that after you use like soap or yeah. instead of soap? So after. You, okay. And this one, apparently, it's moisturizing. Or before, maybe. So you don't also have to put on lotion afterwards. Because that's what Jean said. Like, she can't, she doesn't like to do the body scrub usually because then you also have to moisturize afterwards and it's like too many steps for her. Hmm. Um, so this one apparently like scrubs and moisturizes. Oh, interesting. I had to stop using it because it was clogging my drain. Oh, this specific one? No, oh. like sugar scrubs. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, it yeah. clogs my shower. Huh. So I don't really use it anymore, but I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Um, anything else? I think. I think we've. Oh, done. I have a plug for myself. Oh, yes. Um, I am going to be a contestant on Jeopardy. Very exciting news. Uh, I might be a contestant for one episode. I might still be on it. Who <gasps> knows how many times oh. I won. But um, my episode airs Friday, July 13th. It comes up uh, in a couple weeks. And check your local listings. And. I might talk to Alex Trebek about a little podcast that I co-host. Oh my goodness. So yeah. Um, So yeah, watch uh, Jeopardy July 13th with me, Brian Rucker. That's him. That's me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Cool. Uh, Cool. I uh, will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. 
Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.